Hi there, welcome to Outdoors Brews and Barbecue. This is your host Carlos here today with our guests. Uh, over to my right, I got Hiro at Hi. Zero Conclusion. You catch me on Instagram at, 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 at Zero Conclusion. Wow, you can catch me at uh, Beers Already Got Me. <laughs> and over to my left, I got Austin. Catch me at Austin Browning underscore. Austin Browning underscore. Okay, you like brownies? Browning. <laughs> oh, Browning. Got it. Browning. Look at that. Look, mm. I was already messing up. They didn't even have a beer yet. Like, haven't had a beer yet. It's, it's, it's going to be a day. We haven't no beers yet. <laughs> I haven't bearded yet. <laughs> so today's episode, we'll be covering, oh. of course, a little bit about the outdoors, uh, a little bit about brews, whether it's uh, some sort of moonshine, some sort of whiskey, or a beer. Of course, as you guys can see, there's already some beers over mm-hmm. here to my left in front of the camera. And there's another special two beers that i have still in the cooler because they are in crawlers so they are to be pulled out of the cooler as they're about to be drank the special guest the special <laughs> guest of this episode um but we are going to start off with beer number one and beer number one is the lightest one of today's collection um and that will be mangolandia by Woo! a local brewery here in yeah. miami called vesa sore um vesa sore mangolandia is a i say it's a beer i can have pretty much in any occasion whether it's a barbecue or I'm just chilling at the house. That's a good, that's, that's just a very good chill beer, period. Um, the description I can give you based off of what I pulled off Vesasur's website here. It was kind of funny when I started reading it because it just reminded me when I used to live in the Redlands. Um, did you ever wake up to the sound of ripe mangoes falling on your roof? <laughs> or your neighbor trying to steal them from your house? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this bright and... Uh, since she, uh, that, whatever that word is, I don't even think they spelled it right. Sensational. Uh, sensationable. Sensationable. Oh, yes. Wheat ale is Miami's summer in a pint. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and pull out some beers here from the cooler. Woo-hoo. As I've been maintaining them a little chilled. It's 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 my favorite. All right. uh, you have an opener, Austin? I do not. Not on me. Do not. <laughs> Yes, There's yours to the left. You have your two cups right yep. there for beers one and two. Yep. You know I got mine. I know you got opener. I don't got to ask you that twice. <laughs> the only trick here is trying to pull and it. For, for that description there, when you're talking about the sound of mangoes falling on your roof, I don't know about y'all, but whenever mangoes fall, they make a thud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that, that would wake me up in terror uh, if I just heard out <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> I mean, it was either the sound of the mango hitting the roof or the sound of La Chancleta flying down the hall. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. All right. So, yeah. What, it's what either A or flashbacks. B. There you what? Go. <laughs> right. Let's go down memory lane here. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find my own beer, which is somewhat buried <laughs> down here. If not, I'm going to take the one that's on the front of the camera. Say, this is the first one we're also we, in, in a bottle, not in a can. Uh, this one, okay. yes, this is the first one we I brought I couldn't in find it in a can so far, to... so it's like... Oh, I've seen these in a can. But I couldn't yeah, find guys, it. I'm sorry for taking this from the camera from y'all, but I'm about to take this one because I can't find <laughs> the other one buried somewhere in the cooler. All right, so let's get a serving of this beer into a cup so I can actually put it in front of the camera for y'all so we can describe the color and the aroma that we get from this beer as we pop it open. So as we can see here, and I'm going to put it over here in front of the camera for y'all, um, again, this is not the South Coast IPA can, so let me move this out of the frame for a moment. This is officially the Mangolandia Blonde Ale by Vesasur here in Wynwood, Miami. Uh, Miami, Florida. Um, as Austin went ahead and put the bottle here for me right next to it. Um, so as you can see, it does have that goldish ale color. So let's go ahead and take a smell of this too, so I can have a description of what it smells like. Oh, I love the smell of it. You love the smell of it? Oh, before you were talking, I was already smelling it. It does have a fruity, Mm. very fruity, Mm. very fruity scent to it. Very like floral fruity. Like, you know, now the real question is, am I going to get that same fruity flavor as I put it in my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Look, you know. Feel you're gonna get a little fruity in your mouth. Eh? Hey, hey, <laughs> Different hey, conversation. We're talking about the beer here. We ain't talking about the other Yeah, I'm only talking about beer. It's definitely refreshing. Very refreshing. Very refreshing. I feel like this is definitely a beer I can, like I said earlier, That's, match with anything. Yeah. Yeah. In my in my occasion, this is not the first time I'm tasting Mangolandia, Blonde Ale by Vesasur. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I have had this with brisket. I've had this with burgers. I've had this with hot dogs. I've had this with pizza. Yeah. Irrelevant to the barbecue. Right. <laughs> Just at home, he gets a you're, pizza. You're at the house chilling beer. and you need a refreshing, cool beer to go with it, you know, because you just came back from cutting the grass. I've had this in that scenario also. Yeah. All right. It's kind of like having a blue moon. I feel like you can go anywhere. Yeah. Have a blue moon and a blue moon matches whatever scenario you're pairing it up yeah. with, right? It's light. Yeah. It's citrusy. It does have a citrusy flavor to it. I do feel the floral aftertaste mm-hmm. after you take it in. As well as when I'm taking it in, mm-hmm. right? But it has and again, we're else. talking about beers here, guys. Let's, <laughs> let's not let's not let the brains go a different direction. I didn't have it twisted, but now that you say it's that, it's always about beers, all right. <laughs> and it also has this like I, I can't put my like finger on it, like this other taste to it. Like when you're drinking, it kind of like best taste is kind of like a numbing, flatten kind of taste. Like it's just like flattens out, but not in like a bad way. Like, you know how you can, like, bottom out from something? Like, it's, it's, but this is not bottom out. It's like, it's just like, it's like it dissipates quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm also, the aftertaste doesn't linger for very long. mm. I'm also trying to compare it to other fruit beers that I've had. And I'm trying to determine what other fruit am I tasting in this other than the obvious title that it has. All right. Because the obvious title that's in front of the bottle is that it's mango. But yeah. I feel like there's another fruit in there. That you can have in the aftertaste after you had already taken it in for a second, and you're just tasting that at that aftertaste you have in your mouth. You know what? I'm, what I'm kind of thinking about? It's this fruit, pineapple. Let's get it up north. No, not pineapple. No, I'm saying in terms of the aftertaste. But, mm, not so much pineapple for me. It's this, this tiny. Fruit. But you're close. It's definitely a tropical fruit that I'm feeling. Yeah, I was thinking more up north. Like it's a little fruit they used to drop, and like you take a bite, it's like kind of like an apple, but very small. And like it had this like not a strong bitter, but a bit of a bitter like sweet taste. But it, oh, man, if I can pear? remember what the fruit was, not a pear. <laughs> no, no, no. Hmm. We'll get back to debating what fruit that might be. Yeah. <laughs> but again, this is Mangolandia blonde um, ale from Vesasur, um, located here locally in Miami, Florida, and in the Windwood uh, district. Um, all of the beers tonight are from them specifically I tried to narrow it down just to one brewery so we can have focus on breweries for the moment and later on comparing different beers from different breweries as we move along with future episodes mm. right um, as we transition here let's uh, get to the outdoor topic of the conversation uh, what national parks <laughs> you guys know here in Florida Everglades National Park that is definitely one of the bigger ones out of one the, of the bigger ones one of the bigger ones here in florida um because you do have big cypress natural preserve which yes. is part of that park as well yeah, yeah. um uh, cubis gay national park is actually a, mm. a national park mm-hmm. as well yeah so and that's located to the east coast of south florida uh right near our uh power plant mm-hmm. good old turkey point um the one national park i feel people know the least about and that's the one I brought in t- tonight's episode here, is Dry Tortugas National Park. Yep. Um, for those of you that don't know where Dry Tortugas is located, you are going to have to zoom in on your Maps app on your phone into Key West. And when I say zoom in, zoom in to the point that you can almost see the streets in Key West. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to navigate 70 miles west into the ocean, and it is a small island. You could just look it up as well. You can also just Google it up and, and find Dry Tortugas. You're right. You're right. He's, he's um, trying to get you to paddle out from Key West I, I, to I'm Tortuga. trying to you know, take you to go the explorational route. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. A little bit of history behind Dry Tortugas. Uh, dry Tortugas was originally called uh, just Tortugas. It was discovered by Ponce de Leon in 1513. So we're talking about, what, 500 years ago? Give or take? Um... Like I said, it's located 70 miles west of Key West, Florida. Um, It was named Tortugas originally due to its large populations of sea turtles um, that were surrounding the island at that time. Um, Tortugas means turtles in Spanish. Um, And Ponce de Leon himself caught over 100 sea turtles during his time there in the island. Uh, A few decades later, they added the name Dry Tortugas to the name because the island itself has no drinkable water. 
So for the sailors out there, um, they added, in quotation, the word dry, um, tortugas, to the name, um, indicating that mariners that were out there seeking land for water were aware that the island itself was dry and had no drinkable water. All right. um, later on in history, as time progressed, 1825, uh, the first lighthouse was built in dry tortugas. Um, and the reason for the lighthouse being built there was because dry tortugas is also surrounded by a huge population of coral reefs. Um, so between the 1500s and the 1800s, when that lighthouse was put up, uh, that area of coral reefs became like a shipwreck yard. Right, there were a bunch of sunken ships. So they went and added a lighthouse into the island in 1825. Uh, later on, uh, half a century later, um, they started building what, was, what became now known as Fort Jefferson. Uh, Fort Jefferson took almost 30 years to put up. 29, if you want to be exact, started in 1846 and went through 1875 as far as the built-up. Uh, Fort Jefferson at that time was basically our holding, our, our main defense for the Gulf and our good old pirates that would navigate through the Caribbean um, <laughs> and preventing them from seeking uh, or being able to make it to land. Catch me if you can. Um <laughs> Interesting points about Fort Jefferson. It is a hexagon in the middle of the ocean on that island, right there to us. Um, it had over 420 heavy guns, cannon or canyons at that time, cannons. Um, it had the hexagon build up with walls as high as 477 feet tall. And at certain points of the construction, walls up to 322 feet tall. Uh, it was just a fort, part of the military, until later on into the early 1900s, or past the quarter of the first century of the 1900s, where Franklin Roosevelt, uh, officially under the Antique Act of 1935, uh, made it into a monument and expanded in 1983 as part of Dry Tattoo is officially becoming a national park. Right? In October of 92, the Act of Congress... Uh, and as well as one month later, that was a, that was, sorry, that was a month later after Hurricane Andrew struck through the South River, hmm. the Caribbean. All right. So a little bit of history about yeah, Dry Tortuga. Okay. Um, the park itself is compromised of 47,000 acres, or should I say 19,000 hectares. Pretty sure that's how they're pronounced. Hector. Hector. Um, uh, so Dry Tortu is is one of our it is visited. It's not that it isn't visited. If you're trying to get there, there are boats that leave from Key West. Um last time I looked into it because I'm thinking about visiting it myself with the wife. Uh you do need to be there at sunrise, yep. practically. Yep. You gotta be there at seven thirty in the morning, get on that boat, and they roll you on out. It's about forty five to an hour ride between Key West and it's Dry Tortuas. Mm-hmm. If you're going via boat, if you're going via plane, because there are seaplanes that yep. take you out to Dry Tattoo as well, um, that'll make your trip slightly shorter as far as flying out to Dry Tattoo is. Right. That sounds fun. Can you take, like... I mean, I was just amazed. Like, can you take, like, like a picnic hmm. basket with some beer? Oh, you can actually camp out there. No, you can camp out there. You can spend the day there. Okay. There's, uh, there's the... Exp- <laughs> uh, they call it the expedition trips. Mm-hmm. Where they drop you off like on a Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. right? As people mm-hmm. are beginning to leave the park, they drop you off on that Friday. It allows you to get your campsite, your campground. Mm-hmm. Um, do take your own water because there is again no water out there in that island. Yeah, hence the um, dry turtle part. <laughs> dry, dry tortugas. Yeah, there is no water, man. Dry turtle. <laughs> um, so some other fun facts I found out about it was that the uh, walls and the shape that they were built mm-hmm. at the midpoint of joining. They would have two massive canyon cannons pointing out. The so canyons? I was like, wait, what no, no, canyons? canyons. That makes, that'd be yeah, crazy. I keep on saying canyons, <laughs> thinking about Grand Canyon, but no, that's on a whole different state. Yeah, um, yeah be going different, from different national like, park. Different, different national park. Um, but <laughs> that's the, next week. Just kidding. Uh, but at the midpoint where the walls join in the uh, hexagon form of the of the construction, or is it a pentagon? So I believe it's a hexagon. Uh, in the hexagon form of the construction. Um, was five sides or is it mm-hmm. like, four and four? And, I thought it was five sides. 
the I'm reading, I'm scanning through here, guys, real quick. Sorry for the silence. Silence. I think you said Pentagon. So it has three tiered, six sided, four hundred twenty heavy gun fort with two sides measuring 325 and four sides measuring 477 feet yep. at the walls. <laughs> all right. Okay, um, okay. It was mostly all done by masonaries that were taken out to the fort during that time. And it held also as a safety point for our naval teams or ships out there in the Gulf during any sort of tropical storm. So they would go seek uh, safety in, at the fort when there was some sort of tropical storm coming by. Get uh, to be a let me safe. drink a little, more, a little bit more of this beer because my mouth is dry from talking. Yeah, it's good. I don't it know about like, you guys. Uh, yeah. It looks like uh, we had someone uh, drop in on the chat, you know, Maria Porata. Oh, look at that. My mother's that? On, my mo- of course, my mother. A <laughs> good chat. opinion. I uh, personally like this beer. As tropical and Miami as they can make it. This is, that is very true. When it that comes is to the beer. definitely sounds like the beer. Very Miami. Very accurate description. I can concur that she's tasted this beer before because she stole it from my hands <laughs> as I was drinking this beer. We're like, hey! And she just took it right out of my fingers and was like, oh, let me try. And I was like, well, now you can keep that bottle. All right, that's, that's <laughs> yours. Now I'm going to go grab the bottle. That's yours. Uh-huh. That's all yours. You can uh-huh. have these. <laughs> so uh next beer in lineup here guys as we transition through mangolandia blonde ale the next beer up is going to be south coast ipa also by the same brewery south uh, so let's get here south coast ipa into this camera frame i'm slowly rotating this can what direction am i going here there we go pull it back a little bit towards let's pull back yeah there you go all right so again vessel <laughs> south coast ipa indian pale ale I feel like I don't got real estate for these cups here. But we'll negotiate. It is not the beer that's on the screen, guys. I will be placing that beer in front of the screen here in a moment. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's distribute these cans. Oof. I'm going to crash with this microphone. Thank you. Yep. And I'll take this cool can and leave that other one in yep. front of the in front of the uh, camera there. Now, South Coast IPA. Description as it is on their website. Um, Love hop aroma, but not that lingering brightness. This full body Miami IPA is for you. This beer has a brilliantly fresh nose of an IPA. Okay. And is balanced by full malt backbone. And, of course, they put a little... Hispanic tone to the end of it. Yo quiero una ya. <laughs> Yo quiero uh, una ya. Which goes for, I want one now. Right. Are we going to taste this from the can or are we going to taste this through a cup? I'm going to pour one to a cup so I can put it in front of the camera so Technically, I've, I've been tasting on both. But I say we first should, should try from the cup, then from the can. You know, we should get a good whiff from both. See how yeah. it's... That's fair. I feel like the aroma is very light from the can. Very light. I can barely smell the beer. Definitely smells like an IPA, though. I can. Uh, I have a good nose, so like for me, I'm like IPA. <laughs> it does have a much darker golden tone than the Mangolandia that we just tasted from yes. the same brewery. So let's put this here right next to the can, so we know exactly who we're comparing. And let me take this lighter yellow tone ooh, out ooh. of the camera as I'm about to chug it. <laughs> chug, chug. That's the palate cleanser. <laughs> that is the palate cleanser. <laughs> Not to say, you know, Mangolandia is delicious, but, you know, it's a light beer. It's very it good. Is, it very is good. a very light beer. I, mean, yeah. we drank, I drank almost two-thirds of the entire bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's but as we look yeah, here dude. at focusing on South Coast IPA, the color tone right off the bat is slightly darker than the Mangolandia we just drank before, which was the, the lighter end of the forward tasting here tonight. Um, let me take, I already took a sniff at it from the can, and I really didn't smell barely anything. I don't know about you guys. I, I, I just smell it smells hoppy to me. Yeah. Boy, is your nose stuffed? No. <laughs> Whose who's nose am I hearing through the microphone here? Nah, it's not mine. 
definitely better aroma as I smell it from the cup than the aroma I was getting from the can. Yeah, definitely. Because there's actually an aroma from the can. I feel like it was like fortified yeah. coming up. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, we know it's an IPA. Some of you don't like this, so, so let's IPA, go hide it see, in the can. I don't like IPAs, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going for it. IPA, if you joining out there again, IPA stands for Indian Pale Ale. Um, it is a different category of beers. Um, and this one is South Coast IPA by Vesasur. Um, either one of you already tasted it? Not yet. I have not I, yet. I was waiting yeah, for I'm waiting for you. Down the hatch. Not bad for an IPA. Um, smooth. Mm-hmm. Very smooth. Surprisingly smooth. Like, it still has, like, the little bite from an IPA, but it's very, like... The hoppiness that you feel in it's very, very minor. Yeah, it's not at the back of your tongue you feel it. It's more towards the front. Yeah. Right. So it's I could like, do that. I could do that. I would say, you know, trying to get I someone on an IPA. You'd rather feel it in front of your tongue than the back? Yeah. Mm. I could do that. I can definitely have this beer with a good smoked salmon. Mm. Yeah. You know, I was thinking like maybe yeah. taking it to like the movie theater, some popcorn. Yeah, I, think, I feel like I, like I, I can have nice. this IPA with popcorn <laughs> as well. Yeah, I was thinking like it just gave me like, you know, a nice beer to have like some popcorn with and just like relax, watch a good movie. You know, and for an IPA, this IPA, by the way, I haven't told you guys the alcohol percentage for this for this IPA. This IPA, South Coast IPA by Vesasor, has a 7.5% APV. Lovely. Um, which is definitely within my ball game area of beers because I, I love any beer that's over five. <laughs> I think five's my cap. You know, as we tasted Mangolandia, that was borderline in my cap at four point eight. But mm. this South Coast IPA, See, Mangolandia, is surprising just because of the taste of it. Right, just it's like refreshing. Yeah. It's a refreshing it's beer. Very like, refreshing. It's, it's, it's extremely yeah. like you know what, and it makes you just want another like Damelto. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I this definitely is like this is pool day, beach day kind of beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much lounging at the pool too. Yeah. Yeah. Like let's relax. And again, I guess it really all depends who's drinking the beer. Right? Because not everybody likes IPAs. IPAs is a very eh topic. Yeah, it's hit or miss with a lot of people. It's uh-huh. it's it's the uh it's, I it's, got I got cousins. It's the butt who, of all jokes. Who like beers. I got cousins who don't really like beers. And I know that if I was to bring this to the family gathering, mm-hmm. this would probably just be my beer. <laughs> All right. Um, and occasionally one or two there that may join in, but everybody else is like, no, it tastes like wire. No. <laughs> like what? Like burn wire. No, it doesn't. Oh, uh, it tastes like PVC. <laughs> PVC. <laughs> no. and you know, they, they just Oh, it a, tastes like a foam cup. A different flavor palette. You know, it is definitely a different you know, flavor it's, palette. <laughs> it's an but acquired people, they, taste. They, it's an acquired taste. So <laughs> when you get into the IPA family, they all have acquired taste. And what I've come to learn is that as you jump into different level of IPAs, whether it's a single IPA, a double, a triple, a quadruple, they all, depending on what level of IPA you fall into, they either are really, really hoppy or they have a slight aftertaste of the hoppiness. Mm-hmm. but have a very smooth yeah. intake. Yeah. Right? And I think that lands further into the uh, triple, quadruple ball game as far as really, really smooth. But again, at this point, you can give me any IPA and I'll try it. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'll be like, uh, is it more towards the, uh, this is a nay for me or is it a yay? I yeah, think that's, that that's, that's in... This. In this scenario of South Coast IPA by Vesasura, I'll stick to the yay. I, this one gets a yay from me. Also, I feel like it is a good, like we're talking about IPAs, just to try to get someone started on an IPA. This would I feel be like a good this start. one actually be a good one for most. At least, like yeah. you know, you can like like you know how some people give them other beers that you know a little hoppier, yeah. a lot stronger, and they're like, Ugh. <laughs> but the base, right. they're like, that's it. They're not as, gonna have an IPA again. As someone again. who who doesn't like IPAs. <laughs> This is a good start. I can drink this. You can drink this? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a perfect. Like, I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, at least he's being open and honest with us. Yeah. You know, he he That's already admitted that he does not like IPAs. So, for someone who's not, you know, fluent into the IPA beer drinking ball game, it's an IPA that he can do, right? He yeah. at least has tried it and he now knows that 
it's an IPA he can he can approach with confidence and say it's not bad. It's a smooth IPA to start off with. Mm. Um, but you guys got to be careful because if you're a light drinker, it can sneak up on you because it does have seven point five percent. Put you on your ass. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so after you have one or two of them, you may want to recalibrate as you stand up. You know? <laughs> yeah, because you're. Let's recalibrate. <laughs> you may want to recalibrate before you stand up. <laughs> that. True, true, true. I mean, I had that. I had that experience myself with something else that was at seventeen percent. When I Woo. had to go throw away the bottle, Woo. I s- stood up and I was like, "Ooh, time to calibrate before my next step." All right. But for a seven point five percent APV IPA by Vesasur, it is not bad. It is not refreshing. Yeah. Um, I do feel like I can have this with either a seafood dish or a traditional land animal dish, how I call them. Burger. A burger. Yeah. Wings. Chicken wings. Ribs. Ribs. A burger with some smoked gouda cheese. Ooh. Oof. That right now would that be That sounds lovely. Oh, gouda. Some blue cheese. Some juicy bacon on it. Mm. No, blue cheese burger. Thick cut bacon. Thick cut bacon. I don't want that thin, flimsy... No, I don't want that thing that I can just touch my finger and, and it cracks. I don't want to flick off. it and it cracks. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what you call overfried bacon. No, hey, you know, but some, you know, I, I kind of like. I mean, don't bacon, get me wrong. You know, I, I like, like overfried bacon for it's breakfast. Crispy. I want to have to chew my bacon. No, not at that point either, bro. Not chewy <laughs> bacon, but like to bite it. I want it to have bite, if that makes sense. Okay, all right. You so, want like? I, I can see that. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. All right. Like you want to be like, hmm. I, I want it as a it. topping, not a garnish. <laughs> not a garnish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I even say, maybe stop for a moment. Like, garnish. Wait, what? Garnish. Like, Who eats the garnish? <laughs> oh, this is not my can. My bad. This is the one that I have on the camera. My can's over here. I was going to pour more into the cup. For my can that's not even open. Let me move You're going to pour and be like, why isn't it coming out? What's going on here? Uh, guys, I'm I'm uh, I did pregame before this podcast. As far as solids, not as far as fluids, because I knew <laughs> what I have coming up on this podcast in the next few beers here dum, is dum, dum. going to definitely be on the higher level of beers, and their names are very unique. I, lo- I love yep. the names. I can't. We're uh, we're having fun today. I have not tasted so. these, and I cannot wait. You, you just even say one? the name. You haven't tasted neither one of these. I have two? not cha- tasted either one of them. I'm impressed. I thought you would have that, at that, least I, I, had the first one that's next on no, the list. No. And the fact have that you not. haven't tasted either or is is that's why I was really new excited. News to me. New news to me. I know Austin hasn't tasted none any of these four at all. So yeah, that's always exciting when you say, like, wait. But it's good to have but, mixed perspective though. It's good to have perspectives on someone who's tried these and who's able to explain the taste of the beer. It's good to have someone who has a little bit of insight into them, and it's good to have perspective from someone who has no insight into them. Oh, for sure. Because it gives you two different points of view. Exactly. Right. Or three. I really love that. (laughs) Three points of view. Because there is three of us here. You're right. You're right. But um, four to five if you think of the sidelines, though. (laughs) Four to five if you think about the sidelines. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. The next beer we have coming up comes from a phrase that I've that I was explained by my wife. Now, my wife is Cuban. This brewery, based on the names of their beers, seem to be owned by Cubans because Betty Miami. Why would you say that, Carlos? Because of the names that they have in here, and if they're not Cubans, they're definitely from the Caribbean mm. in the Latin culture, hundred percent. Bijami all the way. <laughs> and the way the, the reason why I say that is because they have another beer that which I did not bring here tonight, so it is not in this room. But they have another beer called Chancleta. Uy, Dios mío! All right. So when my grandmother used to tell me Chancleta, I was already running for the hills. The hills that do not exist. <laughs> At in this Miami. moment, I feel like we should just have right. uh, a show on. Beers with names that you've been beat. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, it's for like, sure. wait a minute, chancleta um, and gooby. <laughs> no, chancleta in translation is a sandal um, or a big sandal. Oh, right. Most of us know about the boomerang chancleta. I, we all know. And, 
It, you, Latin grandmas always tend to have that boomerang. Carlos, if there's anything you don't have to explain here, it's like <laughs> you're right. You're right. But, Wait, but hear me out. Hear me out. The, the viewer like, sometimes doesn't know. The viewers so we gotta don't let know. Them so know. I don't know what viewers I may have on this on this live stream. So I, I you know, I gotta give an explanation of what a chancleta is. Fair. Some get um, the switch. Some get the chancleta. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair. 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 Um, whenever I saw my grandmother holding a chancleta in hand, it no, was, you run. It, it was you run. run. That's it. Right? And if you think you saved yourself by coming across around the corner, man, you weren't saved at all. Because they had, it was on the flick of the wrist. They had oh, a the boomerang technique. <laughs> that thing will curve right around the corner <laughs> and still smack you in the back of the head. Yo. All right. She made her Tell own. you didn't get smacked she, by yo, I think She I made like, her I own like, aerodynamics. What the hell? Yeah. Did oh, this she definitely knew her around that corner. That's without a doubt. Because I know, like, my parents could not catch me, but God dang, that chancleta could. Yeah, that chancleta <laughs> always got you. That chancleta always got you. <laughs> Never missed. And right in the back of my head. <laughs> and if it was one of those that had a hard rubber bottom. Oh, you, you. Damn. That thing will go pop right in the back of your head. That oh, thing man. hit. Damn it. She got me. No. But next beer we have coming up here, and I'm gonna, I am going to transition to the next beer before we jump into the barbecue debate. Well, hold on, hold on. All right. Before we jump, real quick, because it looks like we got some some opinions about the chancleta. Though. <laughs> all right, all right. So we have Puerto Rican Thunder. If you saw some chancleta in your grandma's hand, it was too late. Yeah, you're right. That, that yeah. is that you, is that is goddamn sure. Puerto Rican like Thunder. That. I agree with you 100. <laughs> percent Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent yeah, if if at the that chocolate that was already in her hand and I was within fifteen yards, I was already SOL. May you rest in peace. Yep. <laughs> the the rest in peace scenario was well within range. Yeah. Right. Very much so. Uh, and then like we got another one from Bibiami. Bibami? Miami vibes, lol. Yes, Yo, definitely yeah. Miami vibes. Yes, yeah. every single beer. Right, the names here. of the beer right now, straight up Miami vibes. Yeah. And then Chancleta's definitely <laughs> Well, actually, no, that, just, just, just Spanish vibes. <laughs> just, no. know, all of us are connected, even island Spanish. <laughs> my my, like, que- my question, right, is, I know we don't have that beer, obviously, here with us. Does it hit, does it smack you like the Chuck that does? that's what we're going to find out like, one day. That's, we, that's, that's my question. That, we is, will find that out on a different episode. I did not bring that beer into this ballgame because it fell more into the same tier as this IPA. All right, so seeing as we already had an IPA in this podcast episode, That's I did fair. not bring Chancleta. That's fair. I'm telling oh. you, we should make one that is a podcast of beers that you've been beat with. <laughs> like, that sounds like <laughs> I mean, been beat with. And well, I'm saying sure, like beers you've been beat with. I'm like, dang, like he's beating you with beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Gonna, beer bottles going to toss at you. <laughs> been beat with in what sense? Yeah, the sense that I can't get off the chair. <laughs> beers named after things you've been beat with. Oh, beers named after things you've been beat with. I, yeah. There's there's very few that I've seen so far out of the 622 that I'm working my way up on <laughs> that I've already tasted. So there's very few other than that one that I read on the menu that day where I was like, Changleta. <laughs> Changleta. Catches your eye. You see Changleta. I, I saw that and I was like, oh, Yo. shit. If I would have saw that, I would have yeah. just, I would have just started blocking already. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, like, why are you flinching? <laughs> well, we got another comment up there uh, again from my good old mother here, hey, Maria. Just, re- just reminding you, yeah, I, she's like reminding. Chancletas always hit the target. Yeah, it she is. knows. Uh, she knows. <laughs> she knows. She swung a couple of boomerangs herself. Yeah. She's like, that's right, I did. Yeah. What really sucked is when it didn't hit you in the back of the head and it hit you in the ear. Oh yeah, oh, it was like yeah. a permanent smack noise right there. It was like boom, <laughs> and you just hear that echo sound. And I was like, "Epa, epa!" All right, guys. All right, so we've been talking a lot about chancletas here. Let me, yeah, let me take in some more <laughs> fluid. Look, so not even here. Chancletas not even here, and it got the the and it got pop. <laughs> chancletas not even in this podcast, and it that got lets you know right there. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, all right so what's, what's next? What do we got on the on the so menu? So the next one up. Now we're jumping into a Belgian-style beer family. Mm. All right. Okay. Um, the name of this beer is very unique. And the first time that I went to this brewery with uh, a co-worker of mine and the wife and his wife, 
the first name on that menu that caught my attention was this one because this is and this something you say constantly this is something <laughs> i do say constantly like, you know? and, and hiro can go you know he's heard me say it once or twice or multiple times oh but once or twice <laughs> um once or twice and probably in an hour <laughs> once or twice in an hour yeah you're right you're right uh, so <laughs> the name of this beer is called arroco mango rice with mango is the translation but the meaning behind the name of arroco mango or rice with mango is when you have a shit show a mm. clusterfuck mm-hmm. you are stuck like chuck and the scenario is just gone south and you have no idea what the hell is going to go on you know how bad may it be or are you going to find a solution <laughs> all right see as a dominican uh, i hearing that the first time i'm like okay <laughs> but i was like you know what i like that cubanism right there like, okay. i like that i like that <laughs> and, and i'm glad you pointed that <laughs> and out i started you using know. it I was like, <laughs> i'm glad you're pointing that out because I, I you know um when i first heard you like years back when you i was i looked at you like que, que? <laughs> right because to people that don't know what that means when you when you say that all they picture in their head is like a bowl with rice and like sliced mango on top right <laughs> like, like so what? you're like what kind of a freaking dish is that? <laughs> You know, you're going straight up rice grains with rice, uh, and and, and uh, rice grains with mango, and I'm like, yeah, hold up, it's not a dish. Right. It's not a real dish, all right. That's why. That, that's why. It's like, a hypothetical <laughs> dish. It's a hypothetical dish, and I just have a minor shit show that's going yeah, on yeah. three tables over. <laughs> that's what basically. What's going on. You know, and in at that point, I started making acronyms. You know, it's, mango a, it's was, a hypothetical dish representing the metaphorical shit show that you're in. Exactly. There you go. Now, the description of this beer by Vesasur here in Winwood, Miami, is uh, what happens when you brew rice flakes, mango, ginger, and habanero. Our Cuban friends would call that un arroco mango. Because just off the description, it sounds like a rice flakes. I'm over here thinking sake already. I heard rice flakes. I'm like sake, like Uh, in my head. Try this. Aromatic, strong ale, so it's a strong ale, with a warming aftertaste. All right, so this, guys, I need to move this microphone forward. (laughs) This is a much bigger can. This can. um, Much bigger can. I had to go to the brewery to find this can. It needs its own space. It needs its own space. It has its own parking spot. Move this bad boy over. Has its own table. (laughs) This one is not that one. This one's the last one. Actually, the last two definitely have their own tables. (laughs) last two beers here and let me put this can here next to my head i don't think everyone yeah, has so a line have an understanding and i'm flipping this camera over here now so you can look at it nice and close and i'm putting this can on my shoulder all right it's a big so boy this can <laughs> is the size of my hold on, hold on. practically hey, just, just so i can hold it right there dale, dale. all right so dale, now dale. we got all right so now dale, dale, my hand's right out of frame i'm looking straight on at you Right. The can is not a small can. It is a 32 ounce. That is at his head. Right. Like, look at that is his head. <laughs> so, seeing as they do not sell this in a six pack, I oh, they don't. They do not. No. I they went, don't. Let me, oh, wow. I would love I to really, see you try I to really chug. Gotta pull this back. There we go. Uh, I think I'm gonna have wanna, that, let's, need let's, Austin let's, to hold the camera size off the table. There we go. Size comparison. So there's yeah. a size comparison. And you want to make an even more size comparison? Here's the bottom. So now that we have an idea of how big this growler can here is, um, and let them know the, the the smaller can was a pint. The smaller can over That's there. There's beer the pint, green, so a normal beer the glass. The green can is a pint. Um, I'm gonna also chug this IPA that I still have here, so you guys don't get confused. Chug, 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 chug. You chug them in here, clean glass. <laughs> I wasn't planning on pouring it in this cup. Ah, okay. I thought you were. I'm just trying to get that cup out of my way. <laughs> and I ain't throwing no beer away, so. No, you better not. You know that's an insult. You know I finished it glass. <laughs> All right, so you guys got cups, right? Because once we open this bed boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm is, ready. Uh, I'm ready. This is either getting drank tonight or it's going to the trash. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, they ain't going no trash, kid. <laughs> All right, can you pass me a cup? Oh, he, yeah. He you already used up those two? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll serve it in the thumb up here. No, thank you. 
Give one more for the... So I feel like it's a very similar color. I'm just going to serve you more than that. Oh, that's good. That's good? Yeah. That's right. You don't wanna, you, you want to be able to drive. I got you. <laughs> Who says? It's a beautiful color. It is a beautiful, dark that. golden color. Damn, that does look gorgeous. It definitely look looks that. a lot darker in person than it does on the camera. It looks very yellow in the camera. In person, it's a lot more orange. Thank you, sir. More of an amber. So it definitely has an amber tone to it. I can see yeah. that amber color. I feel like we should at least cheers to this one. Now we're, get, we're getting into the, the now high. We're, now we're getting into the big leagues here. We're, we're upgrading we now. We're what's upgrading. The, what's the APV? APV on this bag boy here. And I'm going to put it the back of the can facing you guys so you guys can see what we're talking about. ABV so is... the initials on the back of the can there are saying ACM is Arroco Mango. And the APV to this beer is 10.8%. All right. You can see why they gave it the name Arrojo Mango, um, being on the higher levels of APV. Woo! Smells like un Arrojo Mango. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It smells sweet to me. No, no, it smells like, it smells sweet, but it smells like danger. <laughs> yeah. It's like the danger, you know, the danger oh, I love. You think this smells like danger? No, 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 it's a danger I love. Know. You guys no, no, don't no. know what's in the in the cooler. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> you guys don't know what's in the cooler. It's a danger I love. Said, why you gotta put that, that out there? Danger. Why you gotta put that out there? That's... Oh, really quick, we got we got some questions in before we taste this one. So it looks like we got a comment from Red Shark Productions. There <laughs> sounds better in Spanish. Arroz con mango does Arroz sound mango, better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, rice sounds... and mango sounds boring as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Arroco mango, especially if you say with Miami flavor. Mm. This is Arroco mango. <laughs> yeah. Arroco 32 mango. ounces. <laughs> que Arroco mango tu tienes, compadre. And like we got, we got PR Thunder. The size of the can reminds me of a 99 cent Arizona tea. Now, this is bigger than the Arizona yeah. tea. <laughs> no, this is definitely bigger than the Arizona tea. When you see this, you grab it in um, your head, you're going to be like, what the? It, it, this <laughs> is 32 a ounce. 32 ounce uh, crawler can. Um, I could have gotten a 64 ounce. Ooh. But I, <laughs> Bro. instead of bringing the 64 for just one beer, I decided to bring two 32s. The next beer coming up after this yeah, one. I already couldn't we... help myself. I just took a sip. Like, okay. I was, I was like, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I don't mind you taste before me. That's all good. Um, matter of fact, what what do you think about it? What do you feel? Oof. Yo, this is actually smoother like than I it's thought. Smoother than what you expected, right? That's why I brought that beer into this episode. That's, that's the... mango. Like you think it's gonna right. be so, so based off the name, some, you like, already think and you're like, mm, maybe not. Maybe not. Now, <laughs> when we jump into the next beer after we get into the barbecue debate here, please, we are going to give ah, we are going to give this beer some time to to reminisce in our stomach. We're going to enjoy yeah, some of those thirty two ounces. We're going to enjoy some of these thirty two ounces. Um, Ninety nine cent Arizona tea. Yo, yeah, come on, Puerto Rican Thunder. Oof. Man, I right, hold on. This. We didn't even cheers. Hold on, cheers, cheers. Uh, cheers. cheers. Yeah, my we gotta friends. cheers this. We gotta Pass cheers on this. my cheer because no. I'm not gonna lead over. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Out of all of y'all that may be following, um, most of y'all that I've seen up there already know me. Wow, um, that's good. I do have a beer rating app, all right? And in that beer rating app, and that beer rating app is, uh, oh, look who just joined. Hey, there's a guy. There's the guy we want to hear tonight. Hey, there's the guy. It's Chris Kennedy. Chris Kennedy. <laughs> uh, the app that I use to rate these beers is called... Uh, I'm having a brain fart here. Untapped? Untapped. Thank you hey, very much. Hey, I got you. You got me. You got me. This is why and I'm here sometimes. <laughs> in, in the rating scale, in the rating scale, you can rate this beer from a 0.25, so 0.25, all the way up to a 5.0. And the first time that I tasted this beer, I went straight for the five. Yeah. All right. I went yeah. straight for the five because of it being such a smooth taste of a beer. Yeah. For such a strong kick. Mm. All right. And the name of the beer itself already gives you that idea of a strong kick. So that, what arroco mango are you drinking, bro? It's like, you said it. I'm drinking arroco mango. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Chris Kennedy out there. Say hey, hi to for me. Um, and we are definitely enjoying these beers, bro. Oh, oh yeah. 
uh wait until the fourth <laughs> one that's going to be coming up on the episode is uh, oh you're definitely gonna enjoy that one Chris. <laughs> you're definitely gonna enjoy that <laughs> all y'all gonna enjoy this um <laughs> uh, when i first tasted this beer i kind of proceeded with caution at first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i smelled it of course like you yeah. see the percentage like mm. and i ordered a flight so i ordered like you know multiple things to taste and that time when we went there i was with actually chris kennedy if i'm not mistaken the first time we actually went to the brewery um and i ordered the beer after we had the flight and i drank the whole cup of beer and i had to go take a whiz um and we seem to be running short on time here from what i'm being told but i'm gonna make this short (laughs) because we gotta do the barbecue debate real quick and do the the fourth beer tasting um as i got up to go take a whiz after having a few beers bro i for sure had to recalibrate Mm. i for sure had to recalibrate (laughs) because after doing the flight with multiple different beers and then having a full cup of this one beer i was like wow this for a very smooth tasting beer does give you a kick without a doubt oh yeah now i do feel that slight floral aroma i don't know about you guys yeah Um, the thing is it gives the okay so with this it gives me this like not to give it a bad like it's just this this a mishmash of smells like it's just having a sensitive nose like it's just so much going on like it would feels you, like it's it's would you say that it's very arroz con mango <laughs> that's what i said that's the earlier i was like it's, it's very arroz con mango because like you know i smelled it and i was like hmm but then i tasted it, i was like hmm <laughs> you know so it's it's this the smell tricks you that that's why i was like i i think the name suits it very well arroz con mango like yeah. you think you're gonna be in some like well this shit show happened <laughs> but like but if you keep drinking it you're definitely gonna get in the shit show <laughs> but like it, it has a very like i don't know if it's like i, I want to say know. hoppy but it's like it's not that it's like it's no, like this it's hoppy, hoppy. like it's it's something that's just like catching my nose and it just gives me this like that rough that like warming aftertaste that warming aftertaste they, that they have in the description i don't feel that i don't either I don't feel that. Oh, way I do. Way. I feel it coming. I feel. I feel it. <laughs> you feel it coming down. I, f- I feel it. <laughs> All right. No, I feel. No, that was just me saying feel my feels. It. No, I feel it. Like I do feel like because we have it really cold. So right now it has like very cooling, but I can feel it in the back of my tongue. Like like when it's going down, it's like a warmer feel. Like it's cold, but it's warmer. All right. I mean, now that we're running short on time here, I'm gonna transition over to the barbecue debate real fast. Vamos yeah. barbecue while I keep chugging this gotta beer. Hear, right I gotta here. see what comments they're gonna throw up on that board before we have to cut this sure, this sure. episode down to that. <laughs> the debate on barbecues is: Are you a traditional charcoal and wood smoker for the barbecue, mm-hmm. or would you rather go electrical pellet smoker and take the easy way out? Yeah. Mm. So and actually, shots fired it, already. Minor shots fired already. <laughs> yes, because I know that I have an electrical pellet smoker fan over here to my left, right? And I don't. I'm not against them. I actually, I would, I wouldn't mind mm. trying one to see, you know, right. what I, what can I do with one? Cook your style. Right? I see potential in it. But if you really want to enjoy the time, right? You want to be there on the barbecue. You want to be able to enjoy the barbecue. I'd rather be monitoring that darn fire with my eyeballs. Exactly, like slow roasting. Being like baptized the- by smoke <laughs> as I have a beer. And throwing in those wood logs, right? Right. Where then I'm washing my beard as I'm in the shower seven times just to get the damn smell of smoke off me. I love the smell right. of smoke. Not going to lie. Yeah. I love being smoky. I And if I go like this, hell yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I can smell that smoke right off my mustache. Yeah. Yeah. But going electrical is a different scenario because I know I can leave. It's like having a conventional oven inside the house. I've I've had, I've had both. And with the electrical smoker, you have a couple, you have a couple benefits, right? Obviously with it being electrical, you have the ability to set a temperature and leave it. So let's say you want to have something smoke at 225 and leave it at 225 it's going to stay at 225. It's not going to burn. It's not going to overcook. It's not going to undercook. It's going to stay at that temperature wherever you set it. You ha- obviously can have a, uh, a probe that you can pl- put a into probe? 
a probe, yeah, a probe. meat probe. Quick probe. Okay, meat probe. Yeah, Ooh, a meat, meat probe. Meat probe, all right. A meat probe, yeah. Uh, that you can put into the temperature meat. Temperature probe. A temperature probe. All right. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> we all know what you mean. <laughs> so you can also see the temperature. I have an app on my phone. I can see what temperature my grill is at. I can see what temperature the meat is at. I can see where, whether Bro. I need to leave it longer, whether I want to take probe, it off now. Like My probe is my finger and my eyeballs. See, but that's the thing. Right. Th- this this is a fail safe it will it it's not going to fail i'm going to have everything perfectly cooked every single time without a doubt but yet you lit the barbecue on fire okay <laughs> <laughs> so i get it for I get context it. I, don't, I don't read for instructions context, neither for context right. i was setting up the electric grill i didn't read the instructions it caught on fire up put the fire out everything was fine Alright. This is an electrical grill, guys. He lit it on fire. See, I, there can still be fire. There can, there still, can be, still be fire. There can still be fire. There can still be fire. You're right. There can still be situations where the temperature is not controlled. Okay. But you can control you can set it up up as as high as five fifty. As high as five fifty. Okay. That's not bad. I can see that rolling for an electrical smoker. A couple, couple and it's, different it's not saying that that is the the end all be all. It's not saying that's the only method that you have because obviously I I love some seared steak. I I can see the benefit of having. Okay, yeah, Carlos has gone off the chain. I can see I the benefit of having. Used this cup before not. I can see the benefit of having <laughs> a non electrical smoker we, we or like a gas grill or like a wood fire grill. Oh, I, gas grill is a whole grill. different conversation. Gas I, grill. I can see the benefit of having all Ooh, of those things mm. as mm-hmm. as an alternative. But this is just another thing into the mix that adds convenience and ease of it use. It does. I can see how it. It does. Be. I could. I could see that completely. Because yeah. like, you, you, right, you have to. I can. But wait. I can be here right now, and if my my grill's not plugged in, but if I have it at home, I can turn it on right now and have it be ready by the time I get home. That's just that is that is bro. that is a benefit for uh, it. Sure, it's a benefit. All right. Let's say, so, I, let's say, let's say, let's say, hypothetically speaking, we're running short on time. We're running short on time. Hold on, real, quick, real quick, real quick. Hypothetically real speaking, quick. <laughs> if I have meat like marinating in the fridge right now, I turn on my grill. By the time I get home, I walk in the door, I walk in the fridge, I grab it, grill, I open up the grill. It's already hot. Throw it on there. Okay. But then you got to add perspective. I don't have, no, they're already in there. I don't have to go turn it on, wait for it to heat up. None of that. We could we'd have come back to this conversation because it definitely time. needs more time. We will. I think we're this gonna definitely needs more time. time. We're going to come back to it. We're going to come back to it. Because I definitely want to taste this yes. next beer. Yes. All right. I love my barbecues. <laughs> right now, your boy needs another beer. All right. <laughs> Hyro's more of the brews than barbecues. Yeah. Hyro's definitely more on the brews. Oh, I love, I love me a good barbecue. I will. No, you don't, bro. Which we're going to get to that. We, we, we will. I literally had to pull the steak out of the barbecue after I put the steak in the barbecue. That thing was bloody. Don't get me wrong because I like my. That thing was I like it a little bloody, all right? But doesn't mean I like it like smoked up nice. All right? I do. I still there's still a taste to it. All right, guys. Again, this is now another growler, same 32 ounce <laughs> size growler. Right here right here next to my head. Um this one is the highest APV beer I could find at this brewery. If, um, uh... again, we're talking about the same brewery here. All right? So it is Vesasor uh in Winwood florida miami florida um the name of this one right off the bat caught my eyeball real fast um because the name of it is sazon tropical all right so when you talk about seasoning in spanish seasoning you're gonna put on your dish sazon 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 so when we're talking about sazon tropical i'm like bro all right Sure, let's go with this name. Um, Hold up real quick. Puerto Rican Thunder, no. I, I I, never read instructions. I didn't do it for the content. I, I did it just because I never read instructions. Do it for the content. <laughs> he, wasn't too, he wasn't too big of a hurry to get the barbecue up and running. Oh, he had that tap, that tap starting. We all know that I have no problem using an open flame. Yeah, we'll get yes, into that. Yes, which that was. That well, will that's, be that's something. Next, that's, that's another time. Another, another time, time, another joke on <laughs> Austin Browning here. Um, At Austin Browning underscore. Austin Browning hey, underscore. I love that play. Right, that was a whole different experience. Um, all right, so we got here Sasson Tropical. 
And this Sazon Tropical has 11.5% APV. Ooh. The boy loves that. All right. So as soon as I saw the 11.5, I was like, ooh, I want that. <laughs> That's for me. That. That's for me. That's for me. And right off the bat, as I pour this thing into the cup, guys, Ooh, you can that see. That is like liquid oh, danger. Right off dangerous. the bat, that it is slightly darker. Stranger danger, stranger danger. It is definitely darker than the prior one that was Arroco Mango. That's cool. All right. So now I'm, I'm already passing my cup. I know that I'm looks ready for orange, enough. but that is red. All right. Sazon Tropical. But I, I do love the way that looks. No. And I'm going to open up my ipad here so i can read some information about Sazon tropical for you guys listen if, if you if you pee and it looks like that you're dehydrated go to a hospital <laughs> oh my jeez sorry i just took a whiff of it <laughs> uh, what it smell like what you got what you got what you got out your nose right there <sighs> because i i already have an idea of what you're smelling i can definitely smell the alcohol on this sucker <laughs> um, and then like but it also has like a like it, it's oh, like yeah. a chocolatey smell yeah. as well like a like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a cocoa like a yes like a nice like chocolate bar like like you just snapped it open and it's just the waff it, of it just hits you in the nose like it smells but then you throw alcohol in your face and that's <laughs> it's like a mix between like cocoa and like an expo marker oh my gosh <laughs> wow <laughs> Wow, that that Woo. sounds like a, that's a, a very specific description there. All right, that's so, very accurate. Sazon, Sazon Tropical has eleven point five percent APV. Um, what is Sazon Tropical? It is Sazon, is the beer from Vesasur. The description they have set up for it is our classic Arroco Mango with habanero, ginger, and mango has now mm. been aged in a Cabernet Sauvignon barrel. Cabernet Sauvignon. 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 This <laughs> beer, aka Cebesa, how they have it here in the description, now features a dark fruit flavor with black currant. I'm not black even currant. Currant. Sure, if I'm not even pronouncing that right. Black cherry, black berries, with a note of pepper, tobacco, wood, and vanilla. All right. All so right. Let me see if Cheers, I taste boys. any of these following. Yeah. So <laughs> like I said, like part. I said, cocoa and expo marker. <laughs> Cocoa and Expo <laughs> marker. All right. Yeah, so I, over I, here. I, I'm having some dry erase marker here in my fluid. Uh, Down the hatch, boys. Oof. Right off the bat, the smell. Yo, you're right. The Expo marker <laughs> is in the scent. I ain't gonna lie. Now that you mentioned that, I right? smell Expo you marker. You smell it. It's there. I promise. It's there. You said Expo marker. I was like, whoa, yes. Yep. <laughs> well, yes. Oh, but man, I definitely but that taste. Really that's good. Good. That's good. Like like the chocolate scent actually yes. mixes with a lot of the it taste does. of it. I, Very the vanilla, well. The vanilla, the chocolate. The van- the, yes. The, Even the tobacco. The tobacco, the wood. Mm-hmm. So when it's aged in a barrel like that, guys, you got to consider that there was already... I can, I can taste the bite of the jalapeno. There was already that wine in that barrel before. Mm-hmm. So that... And, and wood consumes fluids. So um, the wood now implementing this fluid into it, which was originally wood? a rocomango... Once you put the beer into it, it is now sucking out from the wood. The other, Oy. the other, aye. it's aye. sucking out from the wood. The other flavors that are in the what the the fluid that was in there before, right? And then they let yep. it age. Um, it doesn't specifically years, tell right? me how long they aged it for. Mm. It being a beer, I don't think it went for two years. No, yeah, yeah. Um, not even that, bro. I think it it was between maybe sixty to ninety days mm. in that barrel. Before it made it to the actual draft, or in well, in this case, a draft, or right. in bottle packing or can packing. But I definitely taste the vanilla. I definitely taste the wood. That tobacco, in the sense of the taste you get in your mouth when you walk into a tobacco shop. Mm. You right? know, your boy loves some cigars. You're right. You're right. I know mm. you love cigars. Mm. <laughs> but it's definitely it's not. I don't and I don't smoke, so I don't know what flavor you get as you inhale the tobacco. But it's definitely the taste that I get in my mouth as I walk into a tobacco shop, right? Which is, I'm guessing, a different flavor of smoking it's, it versus... It's the scent that you taste. Exactly. It's yeah. the scent that you taste. That's yes. the best yes. way to describe it. Yeah. Oh, man, this is real good. Yeah. I would yes. definitely have either a Rokumango or Sazon Tropical. Yeah, so I would. in... In what context would you drink this? In what setting? This setting? would go Ooh. with a good steak. 
Yeah. Yeah, it has to be something very like. And I need to compensate some solid mass for yes. what I'm intaking yes. of fluids here. And definitely some starch. <laughs> some starchy. Okay. Like, yep. I would say like maybe with. Although I don't feel like I, I taste the habanero, the ginger, or the mango. I I taste the I, I taste the jalapeno. You taste the jalapeno. I I, I can mm-hmm. I think that the Tabasco that you're feeling is the jalapeno. Like the 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 heatiness of it. I think about it's it 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 has that 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 strong scent, and I think that's what I was smelling. Like like I was like I was like wow, it's like you. Well, I'm not sure. Not a people okay. like stick jalapenos up there. Like neck. on the back <laughs> like, of your tongue. But like the jalapeno, because because most of this, of course, is calming it down. Right. When you're tasting it, it it has this that that it gives it that extra. I feel like it has a little extra bite. Not like trying to like right. And a lot of times, when, a lot of times when we think about like jalapeno or Tabasco, we think about like the heat that that it can bring. That's but it does have a lot more flavor. I, I'm a spice person, so for me, like, yeah, I love heat and like, but I know the taste of different heat. So from one to five, what would you give this beer? This is definitely gonna be in the five. Definitely like like between like four point five five. So for easily. sure a yay for Hyro. Yeah, a uh, uh, hell yeah for Hyro. Yeah, this- right. you you give it a five also. Not yeah. bad, not bad. I yeah. when I first tasted this, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I was nine different beers in, and <laughs> I had already well, this time taken only three in. <laughs> I had multiple. I had, I had taken in multiple appetizers. <laughs> So there were solids, there were fluids. I had already gone to take a leak multiple times. I was already feeling a little happy. But tonight's flavor that I got from Sazon Tropical is not the same flavor I had picked up when I went to the brewery. All right, And I say I went to the brewery piece. In order to get this growler, I had to go to the brewery because this is not sold at a local store near us. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, so I had to drive out to Buenwood and I had to pick this up at the brewery at uh, so, a store so. directly. Some of you out there that are not from Miami, it's not going to be an easy one to get. You got to fly in. You, this is you, definitely you gotta, a, you gotta, a trip down here. Yes, exactly. And All definitely right. worth it. I Definitely worth it. Uh, any other questions we got out um, here for our guest this evening? I have no questions, but we we have, you know, last one from Maria. <laughs> letting, letting us know uh, cheers for the dark beer drinkers. This will be the number one choice. Spice aromatic fruity and dark all right i love it yeah very very well right. described <laughs> uh definitely i'll hand that out to you my mother that is uh very well described of what i'm taking in on this beer yeah, this, this is this one it's, it's surprisingly good that i told you since since the other day when you when you told me about about this beer let me ask you i i got excited about this like that was I, Right, I remember your reaction when I, when I told you the name of the beer I was going to bring, and he was like, what? I'll tell you right now, I'm going to finish drinking this yeah. at the end oh, of this. Uh, for so. sure, once we go off this camera, well, I'm, I'm finishing what I have here on the table. I actually oh, do yeah. have a question. What do mm. you got? Because you said at the brewery it tasted different. In what way? Well, he, it tasted different because he had multiple things. I had already consumed so much stuff yeah. at that point that I felt so bloated at that point. Like I feel like after at that point when when you're at that level where you your taste buds aren't tasting what they should, it's difficult to really taste a new beer you haven't tasted before because you can't feel what that beer has. I'm asking more along the lines of like what did you taste rather than why did it taste different? Like was there like any specific notes that like stood out to you? The tobacco note was there. That note is same uh, on that day as it is today. What are you trying to remember? Um, from what I'm trying to remember, the vanilla taste was there as well. Um, there was a slight jalapeno taste to it that I can say I felt there, but everything else in the description, I feel like was not there at all. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And That's at fair. that point I was like, That's I'm fair. drinking very, very strong, dark, like jalapeno flavored right. hot sauce with some, <laughs> right. some, uh, vanilla in it. It smelled like. A steak that my mother-in-law would have made that I would have not eaten. <laughs> right? I like the way you just said that. And that <laughs> is exactly, and the wife had to point that out because I had forgotten that and, I had said that you, comment. You know I like like my yeah. stuff raw, so that like, <laughs> yeah, and, and it smelled like a steak that I feel like not even my dog would oh. would oh, would, oh, would take in. 
Chris, if you're still right. Kennedy, uh, if you're still listening, oi, 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 wow. But right, today, so. the the taste that I got was totally different, and I and I appreciate the fact that I'm tasting it with you guys here today because this is not what I expected. And I appreciate you guys for coming in and being a part to be part of this episode. Our pleasure. Again, today, guys, we covered a debate of uh, electrical smokers versus traditional wood and charcoal smokers. We covered a little bit about Dry Tortugas National Park here in South Florida. And we went ahead and covered four different beers from Vesa Sur, a local brewery here in Miami, Florida, um, located in Wynwood. Uh, as far Wynwood. as names of beers, they were Mangolandia, Blonde Ale. They were South Coast IPA, also by Vesasur. They were Arroco Mango from Vesasur. And last but not least, it was Sazon Trovigat. Sazon. Thanks Sazon. for joining us. There will be more episodes to come. Thanks to Hyrule. Thanks to Austin. Checking out. Later. Deuces. Later, y'all.